One of the articles that this, that this article referenced was the article on caloric restriction. Before the video, I mentioned that one road led to another, led to another. One of the articles that this, that this article referenced was the article on caloric restriction. And many of us recognize this guy, Roy Walford, not only as Walter Longo's mentor at UCLA, but one of the major fathers of caloric restriction. He's the guy that went in with the team of, what, 15 people into a large terrarium in the desert in Arizona for about nine months. And here's the pictures. Before that terrarium experience, immediately on coming out, he looks like concentration camp survivor. But then a few months later, after he's refed, and it's not that easy to tell from this view, but even with this poor view, you can begin to see he's got more definition after the refeeding episode and after having gone through that caloric restriction event. As you start getting into things like the fasting mimicking diet, that's one of the reasons that Walter Longo developed it. He said, there's no question the huge positive impact that fasting has on the human body. But number one, when he was called and talked to Dr. Uh, Dr. Walford, when Dr. Walford was in this, do you remember the name of that terrarium experiment? Uh, the biosphere. Biosphere, yeah. He said Walford was his advisor while he was in the biosphere. So they had to do it on, by phone. And he said, you know, gosh, there was a lot of frustration and anger in there. <laughs> and we all know you get grumpy when you run out of calories. So Longo's view of this was, let's see if we can trick the body into thinking that there's some fasting going on and yet make it a little bit easier than having to go through the experience that Walford and the others went through. So that's where you get, to, you get that. You know, Ford, that's a great point about the difference between calorie restriction and intermittent or fasting mimicking diets. And one of the points that the New England Journal article brought out that I wasn't aware of is that the early studies on caloric restriction and longevity, of course, were in a mouse model and, and other animal models. And certainly they proved beyond the shadow of a doubt that it made the mice live longer to restrict their calories. Yeah. What they, what they didn't realize initially and what kind of had calorie restriction research going on the wrong path for a while is that when you restrict the, the mice to a certain number of calories, they end up eating all of those calories in about four to six hours. Right. And then they're fasting for the other, you know, 18 to 20 hours. And it really was the magic of that intermittent fasting that was more important than the caloric restriction. Yeah, it's a good point. They brought it up in there. Um, are you familiar with Sachin Panda and Walter Longo's work in that space? I really am not. It's very much related to this. They call it TRE, time-restricted eating. Right. And basically, it's just closing that window. It's just saying, okay, you know, in some of the worst examples of the modern diet, you know, maybe even have a snack at midnight, get up whatever time you get up, 5.30 and start with breakfast and then have three meals a day and how many snacks plus you know other calorie sources in between so what they're saying is whoa stop that and instead of going to 18 hours of eating and six hours of fasting in a 24-hour day close that down 
and get to eight hours or even six hours of eating and the rest fasting. And that creates some of the metabolic processes, the very positive metabolic processes that you were, have referred to a couple of times. It also creates some confusion because most of my patients, when they, assuming, if they've already been in, down this path, they'll say, well, I'm doing intermittent fasting, which I've become to assume just because that's what I usually hear. They're skipping breakfast. Occasionally, I'll find someone who's skipping dinner, but usually it's skipping one of those two meals. And technically, you might say, well, that's time-restricted eating as opposed to intermittent fasting. But again, you saw some of that same interchange and use of intermittent fasting in the New England Journal article as well. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.